What's up everybody and uh, welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonas. Uh, my name's Jonas. This is episode 16 of Wrestling with Jonas, and uh, today we're going to be looking at uh, uh, NXT UK from the 9th of January. So we are on the road, uh, not the road to WrestleMania, but the first ever NXT UK takeover in Blackpool, taking place this weekend. Now, who would have thought more than two years ago that not only would we have the cream of the uh, British indie wrestling scene, wrestling under the WWE banner, but uh, it's also provided one of the most entertaining weekly shows on the WWE Network right now and now the the brand are hosting its first ever TV special slash pay-per-view uh, it's nearly time for their first ever NXT UK takeover so tonight is the go home episode before takeover Blackpool on the 12th of January uh, and we're going to be capping everything from the 9th of January's episode of NXT UK on the WWE Network so once again we'll be recapping hours one and hours two of NXT UK and it'll be interesting to see if they continue the two-hour format after TakeOver Blackpool, especially now that they have finally caught up on all of the recorded shows ahead of the big show this Saturday. Uh, so I'm not sure they will, to be honest with you. The brand are recording their next set of TVs the night after TakeOver, which uh, they're calling Aftermath, and will more than likely be a four-hour recording, which will give us the next four weeks programming. Uh, they will likely record every four weeks after that. So I'm guessing, um, but 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 expect NXT UK TV um, and uh, every week thereafter to be just an hour long going forward. Uh, this is only my opinion, uh, but it would be a better show, I think, if it was just an hour per week for the fans. Um, as great as the action and the product is every single week, uh, two hours per week does take some effort as a viewer. Uh, an hour per week, just with just like the regular NXT show, will be much more manageable and could make the show even more appealing to those who are only casual fans of the NXT UK product so far. Um, as you know, I'm a massive advocate of NXT UK and I highly recommend it to everybody. I, I really, really I honestly think that uh, besides the regular NXT products or show from Full Sail, NXT UK is the best show on the WWE Network. So, uh, back to the show from January the 9th. Hour 1 starts with a shot of the fans in attendance at the Liverpool Olympia. Uh, tonight we'll see the second semi-final to see who will go up to face Moustache Mountain in the final to crown the first ever NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Uh, that match will be between uh, Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews tonight, who goes up against James Drake and Zach Gibson, and that should be a fantastic match. First up, we see Jamie Ahmed and Dan Maloney tagging together against Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. So tonight uh, we have uh, Dan Maloney, who has been an NXT regular over recent weeks, with Jamie Ahmed as they take on Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Now, the last time we saw Williams and Jordan, they lost to Drake and Gibson after Jordan tagged himself into the match, only to lose soon after, which appeared to annoy his tag team partner, Kenny Williams, after that match. Tonight, however, it's Ahmed and Maloney who dominate in the early going until Kenny Williams is tagged in and gets the upper hand with lightning quick pace. So we all know that Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan are fast-paced, action-packed, high-flying. Uh, Williams connects with a springboard back elbow and Enziguri, a pump kick to his opponent from the ring apron, a slingshot back elbow and a drop kick through the ropes, uh, keeping Maloney to the outside. However, Williams um, hits the ropes and Amir Jordan tags himself in again, just as he did a couple of weeks earlier. Williams continues to impress uh, while the, the five count is going on um, with a wheelbarrow face plant onto Ahmed, uh, followed by a brilliant dive through the ropes onto Maloney, who is still on the outside. Back on the inside, Amir hits a fantastic swanton bomb onto Jamie Ahmed, covers and gets to three count. 
there you go that was the first ever win for this duo and just when you thought this pair was in trouble following their loss last week it looks like their fortunes could finally be changing after this impressive outing from kenny williams in particular uh, that was a fun match um, all three members of Gallus are then uh, out next for an in-ring promo as Nigel McGuinness remind us, reminds us that Joe Coffey will be going up against the WWE UK champion Pete Dunne this Saturday at TakeOver. Uh, these three members of Gallus get royal, royally booed from the fans in Liverpool. Joe Coffey says that no one likes them but they don't care. There's only one thing on the agenda. Next week it is finally going to be Gallus versus British Strong Style. For me, the Iron King, I'm looking at you, the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. British Strong Style will get what's coming to them. Pete Dunne will get, will get what's coming to him. British Strong Style will be lucky to even get to Blackpool because this is your kingdom, Mark, uh, and your kingdom, Wolfie, and the WWE UK Championship will be mine. Uh, Joe Coffey proclaimed himself as the Iron King as the in-ring promo comes to an end. We then see Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm along with Johnny St. Sid Scala behind a desk uh, of what seems to be a press conference setting ahead of their match at TakeOver Blackpool for the NXT Women's title. So Rhea mocks Tony uh, for not uh, beating her en route to Tony winning the Mae Young Classic. Uh, Tony says that on the 12th of January at the Empress Ballroom she'll be taking what belongs to her, the NXT UK Women's Championship. The two almost come to blows at the end of the uh, press conference with uh, uh, Johnny Saints having to stand between the two of them before both wrestlers walk off, drawing an end to the press conference. Uh, next, we see a video package with Leggero and Joseph Connors, and it looks like the two of them will be facing off um, against each other in hour two. Isla Dawn versus Zia Brookside. So um, here we have uh, two typical baby faces, and I have to say that this match definitely showed how much Brookside has improved in such a short space of time, with some excellent ground holds and transitions from both wrestlers in the early stages of this match. At one stage, Brookside manages to wriggle out of a straight jacket, transitioning into a straight jacket of her own onto Dawn. Isla Dawn reverses the move uh, once again uh, back onto Brookside, but Brookside cleverly reverses the hold for a second time with a headstand. Uh, this time, I managed to hold the move on Dawn uh, with, with Dawn face first or front down on the canvas. So far, that's, this match has got off to a great start, and the fans are really into it. Um, all this with absolutely no high spots so far, just ground holds. Isla Dawn reverses uh, the straight jacket once again. Uh, this time it leans back into a surfboard, which looked uh, pretty amazing. The match then moves into a series of pinfall attempts, which eventually leads to the end of the match when uh, Zaya was up on the shoulders of Isla Dawn before attempting a victory roll. However, Dawn sits back uh, with, with Zaya's uh, shoulders pinning to the mat, managing to get the pinfall and the count of three. So that was a great match and a true demonstration of a typical British wrestling encounter uh, that the likes of Johnny Saint or dare I say even Zaya's father, Robbie Brookside, would have been proud of. That was excellent and did so much to enhance his credibility in the ring. Uh, that was a, a different style of match compared to what you would usually see from a WWE match. Uh, that could be the match of the night, in my opinion, when these two hours of NXT UK are up. Definitely worth watching if you haven't already. 
Next up, we see a video package focusing on the takeover match between Dave Mastiff and Eddie Dennis. Now, I mentioned when we first saw Dennis's vignettes at the very beginning of NXT UK show back in November that Eddie Dennis is probably the best or maybe one of the best talkers on the brand. And tonight was no exception. His promo and his words towards Dave Mastiff was menacing and intense. And from last week, uh, where I was a little nonplussed about their third match between these two at NXT TakeOver Blackpool, this promo did exactly what he needed to do get me excited for their no DQ match on Saturday. Uh, great promo here from Dennis and like I say it did the trick in getting me interested in their match. We then see a backstage attack on the White Witch of NXT UK, Isla Dawn, from Ginny. Uh, with Ginny saying that this is the difference between a witch and a queen. Damien Weir is up next. Uh, he faces Jordan Devlin. So Damien Weir, more commonly known as Deputy Chief Dunn. We reviewed um, Deputy Chief Dunn um, in one half of the tag team, the Anti-Fun Police, on uh, a couple of couple of progress episodes. Uh, with his last name of the character given away that he is actually the brother of WWE UK champion Pete Dunn. So Weir is a very accomplished and highly experienced wrestler in his own right although being used as more of an enhancement wrestler on the NXT UK brand at the moment. Tonight he is going up against the Irish ace Jordan Devlin. Uh, and as you all know, I've been a massive fan of Devlin since he first showed up here on NXT UK. So Devlin dominates the match in its early stages with some aggressive offence. However, Weir can only take so much of Devlin's uh, taunting um, and uh, smack talk in the ring and tries to fight back, only to be cut short with a picture-perfect Urinagi and a standing moonsault from Devlin. Uh, Devlin is so sound in the ring and on the mic and as mentioned in previous episodes is fast becoming the total package especially with the heat that he has with the fans. Weir does uh, manage to get a close near four when he reverses an attempted one wing angel into a roll up for a two count. Weir then nails a slightly stunned Devlin with an enziguri sending the ace to the outside. Weir's momentum is cut short however with a kick to the head uh, on an attempted dive through the ropes and Devlin hits his uh, a slingshot cutter, um, his rip cord backdrop driver and the island's call finisher for another win for the Irish ace or the island's ace. What does he call himself? He's Jordan Devlin. Who cares? Um, great wrestler and uh, another fun match there. So that was a, a, another really fun match in this hour of NXT UK. And just as previous uh, in previous weeks, Devlin grabs the mic, only to be cut short this time by the music of the Kiwi buzzsaw, Travis Banks, who chases Devlin out of the ring before grabbing the mic to challenge Jordan to a match here and now. Uh, so Devlin waves off the challenge, saying no chance as he walks backstage. Then we got uh, the second semi-final match to see who goes through to the final of the NXT UK Tag Team Championships um, at TakeOver Blackpool. This is going to be between Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews versus James Drake and Zach Gibson. Now this match started at a blistering pace with Gibson knocking Webster off of the ring apron before tagging in Drake to execute an awesome double T move in the vein of the 1980s Road Warriors with Andrews being hoisted onto Gibson's shoulders with Drake coming off the top rope with a wicked clothesline sending Andrews crashing into the canvas with a thud. It really did look amazing. Uh, even more amazing was the move only got a two count. Uh, Drake and Gibson continued the assault on the outside and so far Drake and Gibson are on fire. Andrews is finally able to get the hot tag uh, to his partner Flash Morgan and uh, he is like a house of fire himself as he hits several sweep drop kicks onto the slightly rattled Drake. Uh, Webster nails a rolling senton off the ring apron onto Gibson uh, on the outside then executes a sit down face buster only uh, managing to get a two count on Mr Mayhem on that occasion. 
in another awesome move of the night, Andrews gets tagged in and with Zach Gibson still on the outside, Andrews manages to hit somersault over the top rope, turning it into a Hurricane Rana onto Gibson. That was something special. Andrews nails uh, an assisted 450 splash on Gibson for a close near fall. And Gibson makes a, a comeback with his ticket to ride lung blower. So wall-to-wall action here in this match. All four men pulling out all the stops. Um, at one stage, Andrews sends Drake into the corner from a top rope hurricane runner before Webster hits a top rope swanton onto both Drake and Gibson at the same time in the centre of the ring before Andrews executes an inverted an inverted runner onto Drake, um, helped with an assisted uh, stiff running knee from Webster. Um, that double team combo was uh, pretty awesome, uh, but once again, only got a two count for his troubles. After Gibson uh, pushes Andrews onto his partner to break up the cover, the fans are really into this match. Andrews gets nailed with a helter skelter from Gibson on the outside, taking him out of the match. The end of the match comes when Drake and Gibson hit their assisted lung blower, the ticket to ride finisher for the three count. Wow, uh, that was a really fun match, capping off an outstanding episode of NXT UK, and that was uh, only hour one of this uh, two hour episode. And that was possibly the best hour of NXT UK I've uh, seen since the show started back in November. Finishing Move Limited, specialising in simple, stylish and versatile items to elevate your everyday. Check out their Instagram at Finishing Move Limited and find their elevated essentials range at finishingmovelimited.com. This week's second hour starts with a video package showing the heated feud between Gallus and British Strong Style, which has reached fever pitch leading up to the main events of TakeOver Blackpool between Pete Dunne and Joe Coffey for the WWE UK Championship. We are reminded as the show starts that there will be a six-man tag between these two factions in what should be an outstanding go-home main event ahead of TakeOver Blackpool. First off, kicking off hour two, we've got Ligero versus Joseph Connors. So the masked luchador from Leeds, England is first out for this match with Joseph Connors and uh, gets a fantastic reception as he awaits his menacing opponent. Uh, we've seen a number of promos from Joseph Connors in recent weeks sitting in the, in the dark corners of the arena explaining how he is going to destroy the shiny new toys of NXT UK. Uh, there were some pretty effective pro these, these were some pretty effective promos that helped to show some much needed character from the Nottingham native. After only a couple of minutes, the match goes to the uh, onto the ring apron, where Connors shoves Ligero into the ring post, sending him crashing to the floor. Connors lays in, uh, beating onto his smaller opponent, demonstrating his uh, manic side. Connors levels Ligero with a vicious clothesline and covers for a two count, before going to work on the back of Ligero with stomps and a slingshot suplex. Connors uh, shouting at Ligero to look at him, look at him, he says, as the fans start to get behind Ligero even more, motivating him um, to a spirited comeback and a surprise victory after a second rope springboard DDT from pretty much out of nowhere. That was a fun match to open the show or to open the second hour of NXT UK this week. And as much as I'd love to see Ligero win here, it was surprising to see Connors on the losing side after his vignettes over the last couple of weeks. However, this lo loss could be used to reheat Connors as he seeks vengeance on the Leeds Luchador. We then see Radzi backstage with the grizzled young veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Radzi asks them how they are feeling ahead of their match against Mustache Mountain ahead uh, of a takeover Blackpool on Saturday. 
in a pleasant change, uh, James Drake demonstrates his promo abilities um, of uh, ahead of his accomplished Scouse partner. Zach Gibson then takes uh, control of the promo uh, by saying that they are undefeated and they are feeling confident ahead of their tag title match on Saturday. They have cleared a space on their mantle for some shiny new hardware and they will soon be recognised as the very first NXT UK tag team champions. We then get a video package hyping up the match between Eddie Dennis and the bomber Dave Mastiff at TakeOver Blackpool. Now I said last week that, uh, that this could uh, this would be the third match we've seen between these two at an NXT TV in recent weeks. However, those matches have been fairly short and I would expect the match at Blackpool to go a bit longer. And with the no DQ element, uh, I'm expecting this match to be the best of their series so far. Next up, we got a match between Travis Banks and Tyson T-Bone. So Tyson is accompanied to the ring, as always, by Saxton Huxley, but the Kiwi Buzzsaw doesn't let that get the better of him as he takes control of the match from the go. That was until the music of Travis Banks plays for a second time, uh, but this time it's Jordan Devlin who comes out dressed as Travis Banks. Uh, this causes Banks to get distracted, but not for too long as he uses Devlin's appearance as motivation to put Tyson T-Bone away with his slice of heaven enziguri for the pinfall victory. Devlin can barely contain himself before diving into, re into the ring to attack Travis. Uh, however, Devlin is knocked to the outside and then both men stare each other down um, as that segment comes to an end. Could this be leading to a takeover match between these two amazing athletes? That would be um, a, a possibly a show stealer on that card or anywhere in the world. We then see highlights of the tournament final between Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm for the NXT UK Women's Championship and Ripley's dominance not just in that match but as champion since that match. Uh, we see the return of Tony Storm to NXT uh, UK TV where she challenges Ripley for her title at Blackpool. Tony says that that title is hers. It's Tony time and Rhea Ripley is a bully, just simply a bully. Tony says that she can't mess this up. Rhea, Rhea Ripley says that uh, she is going to rip Tony apart. Uh, that was a really excellent uh, video package, which has managed to get me even more hyped for that title match uh, at TakeOver. And uh, I think that's, that's possibly the match that I'm looking forward to the most uh, at the moment anyway. We then saw a promo video for a Nigel McGuinness documentary taking place on the WWE Network immediately following TakeOver Blackpool this Saturday called Chasing the Magic, the Nigel McGuinness story. Uh, that looks a fascinating watch, especially when you read that he once had a WWE contract rescinded after discovering that he had uh, health issues. Uh, just then we see some breaking news with a fifth match being announced for TakeOver Blackpool and as suspected Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin will go at it at the Empress Ballroom at TakeOver Blackpool this Saturday. Then we get the main event of our two, uh, Gallus, Joe and Mark Coffey and Wolfgang versus British Strong Style, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven and the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. So this feud has been brewing for many weeks now, uh, whether it's uh, in the tag ranks involving Mark Coffey and Wolfgang against Mustache Mountain or Joe Coffey and his rivalry with Pete Dunne. Whichever way you look at it, this has been a great feud between Gallus, who have clearly made their marks as the baddest heel faction in NXT UK. And I don't think anyone would uh, argue that British Strong Style features the cream of the crop of British wrestling talent and this six-man match should be something pretty special. The fans are into the action from as soon as the bell sounds with Joe Coffey and Tyler Bate battling each other in a test of strength. Uh, 
Tyler Bate is, is just superhuman uh, with his power and flexibility demonstrated in the early stages. And let's not forget that Tyler Bate was the first ever WWE UK champion after his tournament win in January 2017. The match breaks down early as all six wrestlers enter the ring uh, to take on their opposite numbers. However, Gallus has soon dumped to the outside with British Strong Style standing tall in the centre of the ring. Dunn applies some joint manipulation on Mark Coffey with Dunn bending each of Coffey's fingers all the way back one at a time. In one of the highlights of the match, Trent Seven cleans house on all three members of Gallus before hitting a beautiful dive through the ropes, taking out Wolfgang on the outside. Trent then gets bundled to the outside himself before being launched into the steel ring steps by Joe Coffey. Trent Seven spends several minutes in Gallus' corner um, as each member of the heel faction take it in turns to attack Seven. Seven does manage to make the comeback after executing an excellent superplex on Joe Coffey from the top turnbuckle, finally allowing him to take a tag in, sorry, the bruiser weight who goes to work on Mark Coffey and Wolfgang in the centre of the ring, all in plain view of Dunn's opponent for Saturday, Joe Coffey. There's a fantastic exchange between Tyler Bate and Joe Coffey, with Coffey demonstrating his own agility by leaping from the second turnbuckle to the top turnbuckle before uh, hitting a, a moonsault, which unfortunately misses its target. Tyler hoists Coffey onto his shoulders to execute his airplane spin for over 20 revolutions to the loud approval from the fans. There's another close near fall after Joe Coffey nails a brutal powerbomb on the UK champion. Uh, Pete Dunne manages to survive that exchange before the WWUK champion and uh, the challenger battle it out in the centre of the ring with huge lefts and rights. Towards the end of the match, Tyler Bate climbs to the top to execute a stunning corkscrew moonsault onto his opponents on the outside. The end of the match comes when Tyler Bate and Joe Coffey are back inside the ring. Bates attempts his trademark slingshot clothesline only to be caught with a huge lariat from Joe Coffey turning Bate inside out before covering Bates for the 1-2-3. Uh, Joe Coffey uh, picking up the victory there for his Gallus team. Um, the Iron King and the Bruiserweight then stare each other down as the show comes to an end. And what a way to end these two hours of NXT UK heading into TakeOver Blackpool on Saturday. Then we get uh, on Friday morning, um, there is a live broadcast across all WWE digital media platforms with a live announcement that the WWE will be opening its first ever performance centre outside of the United States. The UK Performance Centre will have all of the features uh, we've become familiar with from the last five and a half years at the Performance Centre in Orlando with weights and conditioning, interview skills, uh, medical and physio, media training and so much more state-of-the-art equipment and training available at their fingertips for the NXT UK talent. Uh, Triple H was there, Charlotte Flair, Finn Balor and Pete Dunne all said what a huge thing the unveiling of the UK Performance Centre is and I get the feeling this could be the first of many performance centres that could be opening in places around the world in the coming years with locations such as Australia, the Middle East, China and India being mentioned as places where they've performed tryouts over recent years, there could be even more centres opening up in the future. So what does the opening of the UK Performance Centre mean? Uh, well, we spoke a while back about NXT UK talent signing WWE exclusive contracts towards the end of 2018, meaning that they could no longer work with indie promotions that aren't in direct working relationships with the WWE such as uh, Progress, ICW, OTT and WXW in Germany having these working agreements with WWE. It does offer the NXT UK talent the facilities to hone their craft with some of the best coaches in the world, although it isn't clear who those coaches in the 
UK performance centres will be at present with the likes of Shawn Michaels, Matt Bloom and Sarah Amano being used uh, or being based in the US. However, we all know that Robbie Brookside and Norman Smiley are from the UK, uh, so they could be part of the UK coaching team. It could be a great opportunity also for UK wrestling legends such as Doug Williams uh, to get involved as a trainer with the WWE. Um, Johnny Saint is an on-screen GM for NXT UK, as we know, uh, but uh, he has run coaching classes in Orlando um, previously. So this could be something he could get involved with also. Nevertheless, this is a very positive thing for the UK wrestling scene and uh, looks like a, a great enhancement opportunity for those already signed to the NXT UK brand. So we've covered um, the go-home show of NXT UK from January the 9th. Let's just have a look at the five matches that have been announced for the first ever TakeOver show um, on the NXT UK brand. The last match to be announced, as we've just covered, was Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks. And this, this feud has been kind of uh, bubbling under the surface for a, a couple of weeks now. No real kind of uh, exchanges in the ring between the two. Uh, but I'm a massive fan of Jordan Devlin. Travis Banks has really gained uh, my respect over the last uh, uh, year or so. Previous progress champion. Um, he was out with an injury over summer, but I think since his return, he's returned with, with fire um, and with uh, um, vigour. And he's uh, it, fully motivated. He's back to the Travis Banks of old. I think these two will, will pull off an excellent match. You can see why these two have been paired up to face each other at NXT UK. Two excellent, um, excellent competitors, uh, world-class wrestlers. I'm a massive fan of, of Jordan Devlin. Um, I think that his moves are solid. They're convincing. I think his mic skills are excellent. I think he's a really good character. He's an excellent heel. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if, if these two have match of the night, but then you know, I could say the same for any one of these five matches, but that's going to be um, a, a really good match. Uh, Eddie Dennis versus Dave Mastiff. Now, I, I was a little bit critical last week. Apologies if I, if I came off a little bit negative about these two, but we've seen them twice before on NXT UK TV. And although the, the two matches were good, they were hard hitting, they were quite intriguing. They were a little bit short. And I thought, wow, a third match at TakeOver um, could be you know one too many matches in quite close uh, succession. But it's been announced as an ODQ match. Their previous two matches were quite short. This one could go um, a good you know, 10, 12, 15 minutes. And if they've given the time, it could be a really good match. Um, big fan of both of these two wrestlers. Um, I've been a big advocate of Eddie Dennis and Dave Mastiff since the NXT UK TV show started back uh, last year. Um, and I would expect these two to have a really good stiff brawl. Uh, plenty of... Uh, uh, action on the outside, maybe some uh, some weapons getting involved there. Um, Eddie Dennis, although he he, he looks uh, quite uh, tall and, and not very muscular, he's exceptionally powerful, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him um, throw Dave Mastiff around um, the bomber. He's uh, just over three hundred pounds, but he uh, manages uh, to command the ring like a like a cruiserweight sometimes so this is uh, two really interesting styles uh, two really uh, quite menacing uh, powerful wrestlers uh, they both want to be named the, the the monster of NXT UK and I'm sure the winner of this match on Saturday night will walk away uh, with that title uh, then we get the uh, the the final for the NXT UK Tag Team Championships, Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven versus uh, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Now, 
Um, I think these two uh, teams have got a, a little bit of a history. And uh, I, I'm expecting Drake and Gibson to possibly walk away with this one. Um, I, I think that with Gibson's uh, mic skills, the heat that he has with the fans, um, I think that it, it could be uh, really interesting to see uh, how this match develops. Uh, massive fans of Tyler Bate and Trent Seven, uh, possibly the best tag team in the, uh, or one of the best tag teams in the whole of the WWE, and when they were NXT Tag Team Champions in the summer and their series of matches with Undisputed Era, um, I think it definitely raised their profile, but really opened their eyes up to what an amazing worker Trent Seven is, um, the, the way that he, he sells in the ring his character, um, even his wrestling ability. Um, Tyler Bate, we all know that he is just out of this world, talented, super athletic, uh, very agile, amazingly powerful. Um, I think this could be uh, an excellent match. I wouldn't be surprised if this match opens the show, to be perfectly honest with you. I think with the, the energy and the pace that this match could, uh, could uh, muster, um, it wouldn't surprise me if they try to set the pace and set the tone of the match with these two teams opening the show. Then we've got uh, Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. So Rhea Ripley, the first ever NXT UK Women's Champion. Um, she's been a very dominant champion. Um, still quite new to um, to uh, the wrestling scene. She was in the 2017 May Young Classic. I think she went out in either first or second round. Uh, could be uh, wrong there. Maybe the second round. Tony Storm was a semi-finalist in 2017. Went on to win the May Young Classic this year or last year, the 2018 tournament. Um, and has a has had a pretty successful twelve months. These two female wrestlers are two of the best talents in uh, WWE right now. Uh, Rhea Ripley, I, I named as uh, joint um, best newcomer uh, alongside Ricochet in last week's episode of NXT when I uh, gave out the the NXT end of year uh, awards. Um, this match could be a show stealer. Um, will Rhea retain her title? Maybe. I think she deserves to retain her title. She's been a dominant champion. But it wouldn't surprise me if the title does change hands here and if Tony Storm walks out the NXT UK Women's Champion. Then the main event, Pete Dunne versus Joe Coffey. So this uh, feud has been getting more and more intense um, with the rivalry between British Strong Style and Gallus uh, coming to a head at this week's NXT UK TV show with their six-man tag uh, to close out the TV tapings ahead of TakeOver Blackpool. This will be a hard-hitting Strong Style match. Um, I, I'm pretty confident that Pete Dunne will walk away the champion, but... What type of uh, influence will the other members of Gallus have on this match? Will Mark Coffey and Wolfgang get involved? Uh, will it lead to maybe Tyler Bate and Travis, uh, Tyler Bates and Trent Seven, sorry, um, be in there at ringside to uh, to support Pete Dunne and to stop any interference from Mark Coffey and Wolfgang? Uh, nevertheless, I think that this would be an excellent match um, I predict that Pete Dunne will retain um, yeah I think that there's a, a lot more mileage in Pete Dunne being champion although he's just gone over the 600 day mark um, but I think I, I can't see Joe Coffey walking away as the champion on this occasion um, or at least um, I, I'm a bigger fan of Pete Dunne so I hope not all in all five uh, really outstanding matchups there i think it's going to be a brilliant card i can't wait to see it myself on saturday um and yeah i think uh, every match has the potential to be a show stealer 
So that's pretty much it from this episode of Wrestling with Jonas. I hope you've enjoyed the the go home edition of NXT UK from January the 9th. Uh, say the, the, those two hours flew by uh, really, really good. Um, hour one in particular, uh, solid action, some really good uh, interview segments. And hour two, the main event, six man uh, between British Strong Style and Gallus was absolutely amazing. So in the meantime, uh, keep listening to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe and chat about John, uh, Wrestling With Jonas if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you have any questions and simply want to get in touch, uh, you can email the show at wrestlingwithjonas at gmail.com. You can also uh, get in touch via the show's Twitter page uh, at with Johnners underscore pod. So I have changed the Twitter handle recently is at with Johnners underscore pod. Or visit my YouTube page, just simply search Wrestling with Johnners. Uh, you can also follow us on uh, Instagram now, Instagram.com forward slash Wrestling with Johnners. We'll be back again over the next couple of days with a full recap, rundown, review show of NXT UK Takeover Blackpool. So uh, as I've said, Really can't wait for that show, and I can't wait to review it here on Wrestling with Jonas. Uh, we'll be back next week with our regular shows for NXT UK, NXT, uh, and I'm also working on a couple of episodes um, of uh, some recent progress shows as well. So expect them to drop on the podcast soon. So that's pretty much it from this week's episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, tell your friends and family about Wrestling with Jonas, and we'll be. Uh, back with some more episodes next week.